Okay, I think we're live. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Allahumma salli wa sallim wa barak ala nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Allahumma la sahla illa ma ja'ata wa sahla wa anta tajlul hazna idha sha'ta sahla. Allahumma a'inna la dhikrika wa shukrika wa usna ibadatik. Ya Rabbil Kareem. As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh everybody. Hope everyone is doing uh, okay. Um, I wish that I could have uh, fixed the uh, flashing thing, but the truth is, is that this is the nightmare of our lives. And um, we had another discussion about this today, and we made a decision that um, it's this flash which happens versus quite a poor quality type of uh, camera, which is the webcam, basically. So it's either this or the webcam kind of view. So, um, and we had a vote, if you remember, right? And, and the vote was overwhelmingly that we stick to this particular version. By the way, did we let all our friends in the, uh, what's it called? In the, um, uh, oh yeah, okay, good. Yeah, maybe we should just give a link to the uh, uh, to the site, huh, Solange? In the actual thingy. Yeah? Well, we had we had a vote. Marissa, yes, we did. No? Why, are you, are you looking to... Uh, change your opinion, is that why? Thank you, Solange. That was immediate. Well done. Um, I think so. I think 100%. Why not? We did, yeah. So, um... <laughs> why is everybody... Why is, why is everybody anything... Okay. When I said vote, I mean, it was a, it was a thing on this... Uh, uh, when I when I say vote, I mean like we 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 put the question in the in the thingy, in the um, uh, in the portal, and I said if you agree that we should stick with this camera, with its flickering, as opposed to go to webcam, then press yes. And I think it was yes. That's what I mean by vote. Isn't that what happened? No. Anyway, we'll do it now. All right, no, no, it's no problem. All right. This is obviously a really high quality picture, right? In terms of clarity and bouquet and all that bagwas, yeah? Right? So uh, that comes with this flickering that happens, that flash that occurs on the screen where, where you just saw it right there, okay? And honestly, we don't know why that's happening and what's going on. So it's either that or we go to absolutely no flickering whatsoever, but it's a very, uh, it's a, it's a, the audio will be the same. The audio will be exactly the same. All right. And it will be a, a constant, it won't be completely fuzzy, but it is, uh, uh, it is a webcam. Okay. And it's, it, if this is an eight out of 10 in terms of clarity of picture, that's probably a five out of 10. Yeah. Because I saw Shaz's, right? We can do a poll on Telegram, 
but for now we'll just do a we'll just do a yes or no so if it's uh yeah we can't do the webcam i can't show the webcam now but in any in any case obviously we're going to leave it for now but just so that it confirms what I, what we did last time because i'm pretty sure we did this yeah if we're going to would you rather rather stick with this quality with the occasional flicker versus a uh, 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 like I said, it's a four or five. No, Hassan, don't compare it versus the old video. For whatever reason, the old videos are producing a very, very high quality picture, whereas these ones, regard well, maybe it's because of the surroundings and X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. Then you know, and in the Telegram group, you'll see that Widad has already uh, put up a uh, a thingy. She's put up a uh, a poll. So you can uh, you can just do it on the poll as well, okay? Um, so, uh, by the way, if you're watching the lesson um, and you're not part of the Telegram group, then please do that. A reminder that that's going, you know, just over the next one week or so, we're just uh, assessing the level of content and chat and banter and notes and benefits, just that, and then we'll 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 purify it. Uh, and work out some proper rules. In the meantime, the most strict rule is that everybody must upload a name, proper name, and some form of picture. Okay? Um, and it's not going crazy at all. That's quite expected. You only 300 messages, 100 messages. I told everybody at the beginning, you should have that gr group on, on mute. It should be muted in terms of notifications. So whenever you go in, then you see your notes. Actually, all of your WhatsApp and your Telegram should be on that. Any uh, Muslim who's... Uh, on any kind of level should have it like that i mean i don't understand how anybody can yeah how is your life you're any living you should be all your social media should be when you go to it never when it's calling you and telling you only a phone call should make you pick up your phone as opposed to anything, unless you're actually on the phone working i I don't, I don't understand how anybody else can do it in any other way in any case uh this chat should definitely be on mute and then you go there and you pick up on your messages go back come out take three minutes to cover 300 messages right so um, everybody needs to have a picture of some sort, okay? If you don't want to have a picture, look, Salan, she's got, you know, uh, 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 she's obviously an 80s girl, so she's got a picture of acid, uh, acid house with a hijab on, right? I mean, you know, uh, obviously she comes from the E generation, and I don't even mean electronic, okay? So, you know, people will get that. I think only the Mateen will work, work that one out. But anyway, so... Um, we need some kind of recognition from the name and from the thingy, and everyone should give a small introduction as well. It'll make the group much better. So the poll is there, and um, online here, I think, as last time, if you prefer this versus a poor quality uh, webcam, then it's yes. Just put yes. Yes, 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 yes. And if you say uh, webcam, then it's no. Now, ironically... It's never flashed this badly before. <laughs> it's never flashed this badly before. But, you know, Allah. Okay? All right. So, Heaven is being super irritating. Okay? I don't know. You're doing some gymnastics or whatever, whatnot. Are you staying or are you going? Staying. You're staying. Okay. All right. Okay. Right. All right. Okay. So, um, I want to uh, kick off, folks. Okay? Uh, no, Rija, you are the only person. I can see everybody's comments both in the portal and I can see it um, uh, on the Telegram and I can see it on the portal as well. Uh, 
Raja. Okay, just so that you know. Um, so yeah, I mean it's difficult to be honest. Uh, people are all over the place today. Today is really bad. Today is really bad. So I don't know what to say to be honest. All right, Cello. Maybe we'll try and, uh, something else. We'll give it a shout. Maybe next week. Maybe next week. Um, we'll try the webcam, and then at least we do one lesson in webcam, and then you guys make doba, and then you go back to this. All right. Okay. Let's start. No more wasting time. So we're on um, page. Uh, uh, page. Um, 342 of Sharh al-Mumti' the commentary all right wa in fiha and i'm going to read in the arabic our notes and in english where we are wa in wa in zad raka'atin falam ya'lam hatta faragha minha sajad wa in alima fiha jalasa fi al-hal fatashahada in lam yakun tashahada wa sajada wa sallam وَإِنْ سَبَّحَ بِهِ الثِّقَتَانِ فَأَصَرَّ وَلَمْ يَجِبْ بِصْوَابِ نَفْسِهِ بَطْوَلَتْ صَلَاتُهُ وَصَلَاتُ مَنْ تَابِعَهُ عَالِمًا لَا جَاهِلًا أَوْ نَاسِيًا وَلَا مَنْ فَعْرَقَهُ That's probably what we'll cover today. So that يعني, uh, uh, equates to if one adds uh, an extra unit and only realizes after they exit the prayer, they simply perform the prostration. We covered that last week. If they realize what in a alimafiha, that's where we're starting today. If they realize during the prayer, that means yeah, they are to immediately sit down, perform the tashahud if they haven't done so already, perform the prostration for forgetfulness, and then offer the taslim. Okay, so I repeat that that text again. They simply perform the prostration if you've already exited. All right. If they realize that mistake during the prayer, uh, that mistake of adding an extra unit, if they realize during the prayer, they are to immediately sit down, perform the tashahud, if they haven't already done so, perform the prostration for forgetfulness, and then offer the taslim. The immediate yani, thing that you will notice right there is that the... Um, uh, the, the, in the humbly position, we kind of discussed it earlier on, the humble position is indicating that the sajda is before the taslim. All right, we'll come back to that in a second. All right, so when Alimafiha, so he's in the prayer, he basically realizes that he's added rakah. He's in fajr, for example, and whilst he's in fajr, he's done two, suddenly gets up for the third. He's in dhuhr, he's doing four, he then suddenly stands up to do five. He realizes. It doesn't matter where he is or where she is in that extra unit. They're in the middle of Fatiha. They are in the Ruku'ah. They are يعني, uh, standing up in the process or moving down into Ruku'ah in the process. Whatever the situation, okay, whatever the situation, they will immediately uh, sit down. Immediately. So the simple principle is that whenever you increase, whenever you increase the prayer, when you increase on it, then you have to immediately stop. Because the second you realize it, and you then continue, at that moment you're doing it intentionally. 
and an intentional increase on the prayer, which is a divine act of worship, which has been specified by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is not only haram, if you break it down yeah, into its kind of component parts, not only is it haram, but it absolutely invalidates the prayer, without a shadow of a doubt. And so, you know, I just want you, you know, uh, uh, logically, I think if you think about that, that makes a lot of uh, uh, sense. Okay. And uh, Sheikh Uthameen mentioned, he goes, you know, some mistakes that some people make is that they think that uh, you should, you should do what happens when you stand up after you missed, after you miss the tashahud. First one. So, let me just go back. You know, in some scenarios, you're praying dhuhr and you're in your second rakah and you're in sajda and you finish your sajda and instead of sitting down for the tashahud, you actually stand up. Okay? And you forget. This is a unique scenario which we covered before, but uh, 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 simply put, what is happening here is not the addition of an extra raka'ah. What is happening here Rehan, the stream is not buffering, I don't think, but there is a lot of flickering today. We are flicker city today, and I don't want to touch the uh, camera. Well, I know it's not the camera. I know it's not. So, you know, we missed the end of the live session, but I'm telling you what I don't miss whatsoever is having a drink in between. Bismillah. I don't know how we're going to go back. To a live session without drinking during class. I don't know how that's going to happen. Anyway. In the case where you miss an, obligatory, an obligation. It is not allowed to go back to that obligation. And so you continue in the prayer. Ignoring it intentionally. And then you do the sajda sahu at the end. That is for the obligations. The mistake that many students make is that. When you add a raka'ah and stood up for the fifth raka'ah, for example, in Dhuhr, or the fifth in Asr, or the fifth in Isha, or the third in Fajr, or the fourth in Maghrib, because now I've started, I need to continue. What did Magnus Magnuson used to say? I've, start, I've started, so I'll continue. No, no. What did he used to say? I've started, and so I'll finish. What was, that, what was that program called? What was that program called? Uh, Mastermind. Mastermind. Oh, I said, love that when I was a kid. Mastermind. Yeah. I've started. And so I must finish. All right. So I've started. So I'll finish. That's, the way, that's what you used to say. And that is the same principle when it comes to the missing an obligation. But it's not the same principle when you add a, an extra raka'ah. And Sheikh Uthameen makes a point of it, that don't make that mistake. They're not the same. Once you've added a raka'ah, once you've gone into a completely new, unacceptable zone, then you have to sit down immediately wherever you are in the prayer. It is haram to continue, in fact. And obligatory to sit down immediately to not allow the, the new uh, extra continuation that's invalidation it's intentional as well um Sheikh then also says illam yakun okay doubt is a different thing 
Don't this has nothing to do with doubt. We'll come to doubt later. So Sheikh asked a question: Is it possible to be doing a tashahud? How does that statement make sense? He sits down and he does tashahud if he has not already done tashahud. How could you how could you do another rakah if you've not already done uh, uh, if you why would you need to do yeah any uh وَهَلْ يُمْكِنْ أَنْ يَزِيدْ بَعْدَ أَنْ يَتَشَهَّدْ Okay. Is it possible to make, to do a tashahud? Okay. Alia, everybody, you need to press the live button on your YouTube link. On the, because Alia has just suddenly said mastermind, which means that she's about five minutes behind everybody else. So basically, you need to press the live button. All right. Always check on the link, on the video, whether that is the red button, yeah, is is illuminated, yeah, on the on the live. So once it's live, then it's fine. If it's not showing as live, you need to press it. Otherwise, you're behind. Okay, please. Right. So, uh, I should find that in a few minutes. Yeah. So, huh? Yeah. So now, is it possible, folks? That a person can can pray extra after tashahud. What do you think, Harris? I can't believe that nobody any laughed at my my Harris joke earlier on. My Harris. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm gonna I'm gonna just make it out there. Whenever I read Harris's name, Harris Khan, I just think of Silence of the Lambs. I'm just putting it out there. I'm just, Yanni, just saying, as soon as I see Haris, I just see Silence of the Lambs. Okay? And, okay? That's it. I don't know. Wallahi, I'm not going to lie. You see? You see, there's weird people out there. Sumera is class A weird. All right? It's just something that we are. He goes, he goes, Yes, Clarice. And he says Clarice. And every time that I see Harith with his Haris name, I just think Clarice. I just think Sansa. Now. I can't get over it. And I've begged him to change it on screen. Begged it. Begged him. Begged him. Okay. And, you know, I dropped him in the Telegram group. Yani, and nobody yani, showed any respect or any respect, any love to that. Yani. Unbelievable. Anyway, so if you, for example, if you missed the shahud as an awal, stood up, then realized and sat back down, no. Okay? If, for example, you'd missed the shahud, no. Come on, so who can think of the example of how, if you pray for, believing you've already prayed two, so I've sat the tashahud, believing it to be the first tashahud. Well done, bro. There's some chocolate for you. Sayyid Thambir Kubir. Bro, that's some stick level name, by the way. You sound like a king of the utter state of Pradesh or whatever it's called. Okay? I think Widad's got you right. It's just TK because that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot there. Sayyid Thambir Kubir. I'm guessing that's Kabir and that's Bengali version. Okay? And uh, it's all good, but you got it spot on. Okay? So it's basically, 
you're you're uh, 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 you're praying dhuhr and uh, you've uh, finished your entire prayer and you've done the tashahhud and you're about to read the sharif for example and at that moment you suddenly think because you know the mind goes into autopilot and you finish the tashahhud you think i've prayed too tony kibit there you go shadow I did, Asma. This is that's what they say. Be careful what you wish for. Respect, man. I, you see, I will always give respect for that. Always. So that person, what he's done is that he's you know reached that mental kind of auto control, uh, autopilot, where he finishes the tashahud and he thinks this is the second rakah. He's actually prayed four, and then he stands up to pray the fifth. That is the example that is in the notes. Okay. That is the, 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 the classic example. Does everybody get that? Does everyone understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So you've now got into, you thought that you're, you, 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 you know, you've actually prayed for, you think that suddenly I've only done two. You stand up. When you're standing up, you realize, hold on, I've already been up here four times. I'm in my fifth. And so at that moment, you have to sit right down immediately. And uh, then what do you do? You now complete the prayer. Now, what does complete the prayer mean? If you've already done the tashahud, then you start reading Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala ali Muhammad, durud sharif, basically. Right? You don't now sit down and say, right, I'm nice sitting down. I'm in a fresh position. So I say, at-tahiyyatu lillahi wa salawatu wa tayyibatu all the way. Then Allahumma salli ala Muhammad. No, you stood up at abuduhu wa rasuluh. You finished the tashahud. Or you finish the first part of the shahud, or depending upon when you stood up. And by the way, even if you had said all of dua, all right, and you finished all of Allah Muhammad, and you finished all the dua, and you're just about to say Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah, you know, mentally this can happen because you're now into that period of silence, right? That silent pause just before you say Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. And it's that silence which throws you, theoretically. The silence, you think, oh, this is the silence of when I'm meant to stand up. And so you stand up. And now, if you did stand up, that means you've prayed everything except the taslim. So in this scenario, you would sit straight down after you've realized that you've prayed extra. You've already recited everything that needs to be recited while sitting down. And then you would... Um, uh, and then you would uh, uh, give the taslim to exit the prayer and then make the sajda as, as it's about to come up. Just to carry on with this, if you were sitting down, all right, if you were sitting down after coming up from the sajda and you hadn't done, you hadn't started at tahiyatulillah, but you're sitting there and then you think, oh, I've only done three here or whatever, and you stand up. And as you stand up, you start fatiha, you realize, hold on, this is my fifth, okay? You then sit down immediately and then you would start at tahiyyatulillah because you haven't recited that which is required. Does that make sense? Yeah? Okay. What if you were... Iram, how comes you are I-R-A-M here and I-R-U-M over there uh, in classes? What if you were near Taslim and you thought maybe you did three raka'ah and you stand up? Then you remember you did four, so then you sit and just do Taslim. That's right. That's exactly what I just described now. You stand up, realize that you're now doing a fifth, then you sat back down, and because you've prayed everything, then you just make the taslim. And the rule being wajib has nothing to do with this, Adil. Yeah? Um, 
by the way, you reminded me of something, Adil. For portal use and for the uh, Telegram use, if you are a Muhammad and it's not pronounced, okay, so you are not, you are up because we're millions of Muhammad X, Muhammad Y, or Muhammad Adil Qureshi, yeah, and you on you don't use Muhammad and you only use Adil, please don't put Muhammad down in your name in the uh, Telegram or anything, please. Zakmullah. Right, Haris, what happens if you join? <laughs> Impossible. I can't get away with it. What happens if you join a Jama'a late? So, for example, you join at the Imam's first raka'ah uh, sajda. And the Imam ends up praying five raka'ah in total. So, you, in essence, when the Imam, listen, bro, that's coming. Just relax. Okay? That's coming. Even if you have started the Fatiha in the fifth raka'ah, yes, Miraj. That's the whole point. He comes down immediately. And uh, so the point Solange is making, by the way, is if on Telegram you don't want to change your name because uh, you are in other groups, professional groups or whatever, where you can't, you have to have Muhammad known there. Okay. Why Muhammad you'd be known there? Because, yeah, that's work that deal. Yeah, your name has been corrected. But if um, you are like that, why is that, by the way? But if you are, then obviously just explain. I can't change it and we will stick to it. All right. The Sheikh then says that in the Hanbali school, as we said last week, every time that there's a mistake, you do the sajda before the taslim. Before you say, Islam alaykum wa rahmatullah. That's always the case. Unless you learn your mistake after the prayer. Then it's too late anyway. So they say that by definition, you're going to pray afterwards. He goes, as for us, then we go with what we think is stronger, which is that which is also chosen by uh, Ibn Taymiyyah. And it is also a position by, obviously, many of the scholars. And it's, it is uh, referenced in in the Hanbali Fiqh book, Al-Insaf. Uh, at the bottom, you can say volume, volume 4, uh, page 83, that any time that you increase on the prayer, increase on the prayer, then you will do the sajda after the salam. Okay? So that's the first point. Just let's get that done. By the way, um, uh, it's good that you got it fixed on the portal. Muhammad Amir is working great. All right? We need it also in Telegram fixed as well. Ghassan asks, what if you're not sure you made the first tashahud when you're in the fourth rak'ah? That's issue of doubt. We'll come to that later, okay? We're just only now focusing on uh, uh, increases. So if it is within the salah and not something at the end, like the last tashahud, it's a matter of perspective. No, why is the last tashahud not in the salah? I don't understand that. What's the difference between the two? In the salah means before the taslim. Okay. Walaikum salam, Ijlal. I can read this. Maybe refresh the page and sign in again. Okay. If you can't read the comments, the comments are all here. But I did see your, I can see yours, uh, your comment, Ijlal. Um, Amina asks The Imam does sajda. No, no, no. This question is not relevant right now. Only ask questions which are relevant to what we're covering because we're doing all, all of these issues later. Witter Hamza is coming up in a minute. Okay, what about doubting being in the fifth rakah? Like, how much time should we spend trying to figure out that's going to come, inshallah, as well in the section of doubt? Yeah, all right. So, now we now at the moment we're just uh, 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 increasing. Sumeda gives some examples of increase. Okay, 
give some examples. We'll have a, Eva, you bang now. Can you take your, your thingy, please? The thing which is destroying my, my background. Special person, make sure he's good. Look at this, Papas, look. Making sure you guys are good. He's making sure. Yeah. Hey, but this is, this is a waste of time, man. I thought it was that pop, that Paw Patrol guy, man. Get out of there. <sighs> right. So. Okay. Where are we? Yeah? Okay. So, so. um, In terms of an increase, I think we covered some increases yesterday. Yeah. We said that if there is a, um, if there is a, uh, what's it called? If there is a, uh, um, a mistake and you're trying to fix it that's going to lead to an automatic addition so it means every single type of addition it just doesn't mean uh, extra rakah let me just make that clear every time there is an addition to the prayer three sujood for example x x y z you know what if you did a long sujood and forgot if it's a sefer second or third that's a question on doubt we'll come to that later what if you read three rakah before the first tashahud for example it doesn't matter whenever you add something to the prayer, okay, in any of the raka'at, doesn't just have to be standing up for a fifth one. The rule is the same in terms of the sajda. We're going to come to the section soon about what you do in terms of prayer. But simply put, simply put, Obviously, it refers only to the obligatory. Um, uh, no, not obviously. That's a good question. It is referring to actual obligations or arkan of the prayer. Okay, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't include the sunan. All right, um, and depending upon the nature of the addition, the reaction to the rest of the prayer will differ each time. But it's really simple. Actually, addition is the easiest out of all of the problems. It's missing out, which causes a bit of a difficulty, which we're going to come to. Okay? So addition. Every single time you add any single significant movement, which is basically one from the structure of the prayer, from the obligations or from the arkan, then you will have to do sajda sahu at the end. And the other condition is that you must stop the act if you realize it, when you realize it, the addition. So for example, if you went... Uh, you did two, you were in the first raka'ah and you went for sajda, then went for second sajda, and then you went for third sajda. And before you said anything, you realize that you're in the third, you immediately get up from it. You immediately get up from it. Okay. If, for example, you're in the first raka'ah and you do two sajda, instead of standing up, you sat down and you sat down to read the shahud and you started. You stand up immediately mid-tashahud because this is in addition to the prayer doing an obligation in its wrong place. Stand straight up. Every addition at any stage, whether you add an action or whether you add an entire unit, all of it results in two things. One, stopping that thing immediately wherever it is and carrying on with what is necessary in the prayer. Two, to do sajdatasahu at the end of the prayer, after the teslim. Simple. Sheikh now gives some examples. All right? No action invalidates the prayer as long as you, Maryam, do these two things. If you don't do these two things, like I said at the beginning of the lesson, okay? If you carry on in that action, 
So that third sajda, you say, well, I'm here now. I might as well finish it off. You invalidate the prayer. Okay? So again, I said that it is two conditions. Whenever you add something, you must stop it. If you realize it. If you don't realize it, then it doesn't matter. So you've forgotten anyway. That's coming Fatima, okay? Forget that now. Uh, if I start tashahud after one sajda, can I consider it either a missed rukan or an addition of tashahud? No. You, you, you understand when you add a tashahud, when you add, if you start a tashahud after one sajda, you have added a, 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 a tashahud. Okay? Yeah, the sitting down per se is only because the text is focusing on, because you guys, as I said, are all asking questions in the wrong places, like everybody is. Yeah? I mean, maybe I'm the one who's facilitating that by answering them, but all of this is yet to come. This is a huge chapter. And as I said last week and the week before, everybody's asking every single question they've always gone through in their mistakes, which we're going to answer all of them, but they all come in different sections. Yeah? So this is actually just focusing on an extra raka'ah. And he actually says that. in zada raka'ah. But obviously, uh, uh, we're explaining the principle as well, which is basically going back to the issue of addition. Yeah? So when you add a raka'ah, then of course it's going to be sitting down. But in any other addition, then it is the stopping of addition. Okay? Yeah. I'm trying, Mesa, honestly. I keep repeating it, keep asking it, people keep asking it. I have to read it. I get to the end and I realize that it wasn't on the topic. But these questions sound the same you know what i mean they all look like they're relevant until you get to the end you realize they're not so uh fruzad again at the start of next lesson so they don't know what to expect honestly we're not having enough elmos man uh sajda is after the taslim all right now sheikh says let's look at a scenario he goes if you stand up for a third raka'ah in the fajr prayer okay what is uh what do you need to do Right, you have to immediately sit down. He goes whether that's in the qira'a, whether that's in the ruku', whether that's in the ruku', you sit down immediately, and you you read your tashahud. That's based upon the assumption you didn't read the tashahud. When it says in a fiqh text, إِذَا قَامَ لِثَالِثَ, yani when someone stands up for a third, that phrase means that. After sajda, he stood up. It doesn't mean that he did it after tashahud, right? So what the question I'm asking is. What if a person stands up to do a third raka'ah in the Fajr prayer? Then as soon as he realizes, he sits down, he recites, he recites his tashahud, he does his tashahud, I should say, and then he goes, As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullah. Then he goes down to sajda sahu, two of them, and then says, As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullah. This is based upon the position of the majority, which is that it is afterwards. You do the sajda sahu afterwards. According to the Hanbali school, you do it before. Yeah, before the sajda sahu. Right, Rehan says, just to, just to uh, clarify, if you have said that the shahud stood up for the third that you thought, thought it was, but it's actually the fifth, realize it's the fifth, then you would sit down, start from Salat Ibrahim, then do sujud sahu, and then taslim. That's the humbly school. That's according to Hajjawi, correct. According to our class position, it is start from Salawat Ibrahim, Ibrahimiyah, then say, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah, do all your dua and everything, then say, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah, then do sajda sahu, two, 
and then Islam Malik Rahmatullah, Islam Malik Rahmatullah. That's the Sheikh Uthameen position, Ibn Taymiyyah position, class position. The Hanbali school is exactly what Rayhan has said uh, before. Okay? After the two sajda, it is two taslim. Correct. Yep, like we, said, like we did yesterday. All right. Um, so this is so, so that's the Fajr example. Everybody clear on the Fajr example? Look, listen to this one. This is even better. This is very nice. Okay. Sheikh says, Mas'ala, situation. What if a person stands up for a third in a prayer that has been shortened? You understand that, right? So you're a uh, musafir. You have, uh, you're praying dhuhr or asr or whatever. Okay. So Ahlam is saying same thing. What's the same thing? What does the same thing mean? So actually Solange is the only one who is saying that you carry on or increase to four. And then you've got others who are saying same thing. The same thing means sit down, you mean? Yeah. All right. Okay. So good. We've got Yanni yeah, 50 50. All right. So your intention is to shorten, correct, Mesa, but you go over your number of rakah, correct. That's exactly what's just happened. Okay. The answer to this, okay, correct, Rehan. The answer to this is based upon how you understand the Safar. So the Safar prayer, according to the Hanafis, is an obligation. Or qasr, I should say, not the suffered prayer, I beg your pardon. To do qasr itself, to shorten itself, okay, um, is, oblig is obligatory. Your niyyah is to do two. Your niyyah is to do two regardless, Bilal. Yeah? It's a dhuhr prayer. You know I'm musafir. If when I'm a musafir, dhuhr becomes two. So you started off with two. Now, you stand up. After tashahud, to do the third, because you forgot you're a musafir and you're going into autopilot. So you're about to pray third rakah. What you do now depends upon how you understand the prayer. According to the literalists, which is the Zahiri school, according to the Hanafi school, okay, then Qasar itself is obligatory. And exactly as the career has uh, summarized it, so if it's wajib for you to do qasr, then going back is wajib. So you have to sit down immediately and do, do sajda sahum as per normal. If it's sunnah, the qasr, which it is, okay, according to the vast majority of scholars, then you can continue. Absolutely correct. You don't have to, but you are allowed to. Okay? He is optional for him to either continue because if you continue and you pray for you have not invalidated your prayer and if you go back and sit back down again and pray to raka'ah okay and just just complete the two raka'ah because that's what you intended then that is also something which is uh your option okay what's better what's better by the way if you sat back down again you would have to do you would have to then do uh such the seven 
how do we explain the niya because your niya was two in the first place? Yani how do you explain sitting down or staying down, sorry, or going back up to pray for? Because there's no doubt. So let me finish off yani what's better. What is better is to stay seated. What is better is to stay seated because that is what he intended and he carries on with what he has intended and that's definitely the 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 that's certainly my position it Sheikh Uthameen indicates that this is the position of Ibn Taymiyyah okay so continuing for four according to these scholars is permissible because he has not increased on the prayer in its in its legislation meaning in its creation if that makes sense right he has increased on his niya, which as Naeem is saying, that would be a problem. You've gone against your niya. You've prayed separate to, to your niya. However, we know that in the sharia, in fiqh especially, and in salah especially, the changing of the niya is a flexible one, especially when it comes to prayer, especially when it comes from changing from X to Y, especially when it comes to changing from small to better. You get what I'm saying, name? Do you agree with that? So when the Prophet ﷺ prayed alone with Abbas, with Ibn Ab uh, then joined, then increased it to Jama'aniyah with Ibn Abbas, when the Prophet ﷺ, um, uh, yani that is an extra reward uh, of the prayer. And some of the scholars mentioned that. I'm just saying that when it comes to changing the niyyah, there is a lot more leniency. Obviously, it's not good. No doubt about that. But there is leniency when the change that you make increases, quote-unquote, the size, length, quality of the prayer. Obviously, it can't increase it to something which doesn't exist. It can't increase it to five or a six or an eight, for example. And Sheikh Uthameen gives that example. He says that the problem with the, uh, the Hanafi school is that if they, when they're sitting down for their, 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 their dhuhr, okay, and when they're in their dhuhr, Two, and they stand up. If they stood up and remained standing up to finish off four rakah, so they did three and then four, and you're a Hanafi, this is like you invalidating your prayer by praying eight for dhuhr as opposed to four. That's the consequence of, of considering qasar, shortening the prayer, as obligation. Whereas the Hanbalis and the Malikis and the Shafi'iyah and many of the Aghza'i uh, uh, and so on and so forth, they considered the Qasr to be, they considered the Qasr to be uh, Sunnah. Therefore, you are not obligated. So therefore, the only problem of standing up and continuing with the third and fourth, if you forgot and you stood up, is the fact that you changed your niya from something which is a sunnah to do and the asal actually is four. So the better original prayer in one way is four, but you've been given permission to pray two. You decided not to, so you've returned to the asal, which is four, which is why they don't say it's haram to continue. However, if you ask them all what is better to do, I don't know about all actually, but Sheikh Uthameen certainly only takes that position. And I certainly take that position, it's the class position, that if you stood up for the third or whatever, whilst praying Qasr, 
because we don't believe it to be obligatory, you should sit back down and carry on and complete that prayer in line with your niyyah. Okay? In line with your niyyah. And in this scenario, you would then say, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah, in these two rak'ah, the one that you stood up and then stood sat back down again. You would say, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah, Allah Akbar, to, to sajda, and then taslim. And that's it. Folks, that was a very comprehensive slow. I was, had to slow myself down. That's the class position. Okay? Is that very clear? So I can move on from that. That's the one thing. You know, we're in class, people nod and they just go on. We need to kind of, you know, uh, uh, slow it down a bit. So what are we saying, folks? You understood what I just explained? Yeah? All right, good. Um, now, another scenario. Although Naeem didn't come back to us, whether he was happy with the issue of the uh, Nia. Now, what about this? Correct. Don't carry on and finish four. Sit back down. That's better. If you carry on, no big deal. Correct. And by the way, I just want to say, if I carried on and did four, I would also do sajda sahu. I would also do sajda sahu. I would. Okay. Now, why would I do that? Let's hear your responses. I would do it before, yeah. Correct, Solange. Yani, not an obligation. Not an obligation. It's because of I didn't feel right. Yani, I let myself down. Yeah, Sumera, because a moment of doubt. I let myself down. And the reason that I ask this question is to remind ourselves of the discussion we had four or five lessons ago about the bid'ah, quote-unquote, of doing a uh, uh, yeah, three-hour class, doing sajda when you miss a sunnah, even though the sunnah is not required, right? This, is, this question is linking that up. I let myself down in... Forgetting a practice sunnah. And here the niyyah is not even a sunnah. Right. Here we go. I'm finding it difficult switching niyyah in the middle of fard salah. Just like the Hanabali won't allow switching from munfarid to imam in the middle of salah. Just because someone tapped you from the back and took you as an imam. You know the Hanabila are alone on that, right? Name, Right? You know that switching from munfarid to imam in the middle of salah. According to the Hanabal, as far as I know, is not just restricted to single to, to nafal prayer. Because you know that they will say that in a nafal it's allowed because of what happened with Ibn Abbas and the Prophet in Tahajjud, right? What do you say about that? Are you saying that's only for nafal prayer? You need to, Sabir, you need to uh, 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 you need to refresh the thing. Hanafis, you can't include the Hanafis, mass cheating. Name Hanafis, you know, Hanafis are disqualified when it comes to the near. They're the strictest people across the board. Are you gonna play that game, bro? Because you know, <laughs> when it comes, if you're gonna stick to the Hanafis when it comes to all of their yeah, any rulings on the near in the prayer, then you know that the Hanabila are not gonna be able to do anything, right? You know, that's like a whole next level. But anyway, back to the point, you know, we covered this obviously a couple of years ago. Right in detail, the changing of Nia and so on and so forth. 
maybe it's best that we go and review that section, right? We spoke about all of the differences within the Hanbali school on the issue of the changing of the niya and so on and so forth. By the way, I'm also not a big fan. You know, by the way, you remember when we had we, we discussed this that I'm the guy who doesn't, you know, someone uh, 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 taps you on my shoulder and I'm praying sunnah and they're expecting me to be their imam, right? I'm not changing, right? We spoke a lot about that. I'm sure that someone will be able to reference the uh, the notes. Um, but uh, anyway, yes, six, there we go. Mesa, bam. Regardless, folks, have a think about it. It's not from the Mufradat of the Hanabila. I wouldn't know, bro. You know that Mufradat and the Mu'atamad and Madar is a cup of tea. But just so that we know what's not from the Mufradat of the Hanabila. Just so that we're clear. What's from not what's not from oh sorry, you're saying that this is not some weird yani individual. Yeah, yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not yani the weirdest opinion they've ever had. I'll give you that. Okay. But we're happy to stick to the position that we're on. All right, folks. All right. So another scenario. Praying the night prayer, folks. Okay. To Hajjud. You're praying to Hajjud two and you stand up. Okay, what do you do? What happens? What do you think? The hajjid. Carry on because it is sunnah. Can do either. All right, sit down. So we've got it all over. The, the, the show because it's a sunnah and we should be relaxed about it. Okay? Sheikh Uthameen says, if he doesn't go back and sit down, then he has invalidated his prayer because methna, methna is indeed a command. The Prophet ﷺ said that the night prayer is pairs, pairs. It, okay? And this is. Uh, I, this is a strict interpretation by Sheikh Uthameen. I just want to put it out there. I have to say it in my heart. I have yani as they say. However, this is a humbly position, okay? And this this is the consistency that name was, for example, focusing on, right? That there is a general kind of consistency when it comes to changing the niyyah. And Imam Ahmed is quoted as, and you should take that with a not a big pinch of salt, but a tiny pinch of salt in terms of the narration, the validity of this narration. But there's no reason to not accept this because there will always be contradictory narrations from Imam Ahmed in terms of riwayat. That's quite normal in the madhab. Okay. It is stated from Imam Ahmed, alayhi rahmatullah, that when he, he said that if someone stands up to a third raka'ah in the hajjud, sorry, He's, yeah, he said that if a person is in uh, 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 tahajjud prayer and he stands up for a third raka'ah, then this is exactly the same as if you stood up in the third raka'ah of Salatul Fajr. Okay? If he does not sit down, if he does not sit down, then the prayer is invalidated. Okay? So that's the position of, the, of Imam Ahmed bin Hanbal. 
and it is also the position of Sheikh Uthaymin. And, yani, I have to say, I find it yani, difficult, right? I find that difficult, but I think it's a safer position. I think definitely it's a safer position. As for Witter, then that is a exception. Witter is an exception. The Witter prayer, you know, is meaning odd, yeah, as opposed to even, right? And the Witter prayer is, it's allowed for a person to increase that. It's always allowed to increase that. So when we're talking about this, we're talking about, we're talking about, um, uh, a person, for example, moving up from two to three or from four to five or from whatever. Yani, my point is, is that if you are praying your witter, you have that yani, uh, uh, flexibility. And I'll quote what he says. So what Yani um, uh, Sheikh is basically saying, he goes, is that uh, for Witter, this is the only exception. And there would be two scenarios for this, right? So imagine that you've done all of your eight Tahajjud uh, prayers, four times two units. You've done it all perfectly. You follow the opinion that Sheikh Uthameen said, you can't mess about and stand up for thirds and this and that. You make a mistake here and there, you sit down, and that's it. You're particularly tired this day, so you're making mistakes left, right, and center. You finish the You now stand up to pray with her. You know, it's sunnah every night to pray eight raka'ah of the hajjud and then follow it by three raka'ah with her. This is the established sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ. We also know that to pray salatul witr can be done in a number of ways. If you're praying three raka'ah, then it can be done in three different ways. And if you're praying other raka'ah, then it can be done in different ways. The prayer of the Witter prayer has levels, okay? We're going to come to that in its right time. But in the class position, the preferred best way is to pray two raka'ah, give taslim, and then pray a single raka'ah. All of this is counted as a Witter prayer, okay? This is a Witter prayer, two and a one. The second form of, uh, of doing it, sorry, I said three ways. It's only, it's only, there is three ways. Two are... The most authentic, the third one is questionable. The third one is to pray like Maghrib. Let's put that to the side. That's not according to the majority of scholars. Okay. The second, like the Hanafis, like how you packs did it when, you know, whenever. The second way of doing it correctly is to not sit down at all, just to keep going up and down. Yeah. No tashahud. So it's yani, three units, only one go first, second, and third. And there's only a tashahud at the end. So this first and second way is the correct way. The Sheikh says, if you had finished your tashahud and you started your witr and your intention was to pray the witr two and a one, okay? I don't think we have Amira, okay? I think that's coming. Positive is coming. I mean, I mentioned it here and there, but we, it, it, it's not been done. So you're praying the three raka'a witr and instead of giving salam, you stand up, Okay? You stand up and you do it into the three, one, two, and three. So in this particular scenario, you would continue. You wouldn't sit back down immediately. You say to yourself, oh, no, I had the intention of doing two and then one. 
because witr is allowed in these two scenarios and therefore it is allowed for you in the class position recognizing the difference recognizing that the, 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 the Hanbalis would also maybe have a discussion on that as well uh, or I disagree with that as well you would stand up you would continue the prayer this is a legitimate expression of the witr prayer goes down yani, the same path as we said with the qasr salah these are you are moving from one uh, way of praying it to another and then that, that was it now again the reason that we're giving this exception to the witr prayer and to the qasr prayer earlier on is because the alternative that you're entering into is a valid legitimate prayer okay the reason that we didn't give this exception to the uh two raka'ah of a tahajjud prayer is why because there is no there is no third there's no second option right there's no second option correct see width of two and one into a three is technically no addition right and three going to two to one is technically no addition and two into well no addition in its total but there are additions in terms of the actions okay the going up extra and then sitting back down again or praying extra tajahud, etc. Again, we're, we're, we're dealing with this in terms of extra actions. Okay? Does this ruling for witr apply when you intend to pray one raka'ah? Correct. Well done. Uh, uh, I'm going to call you Harith because you deserve that. Yeah. Okay? In this one moment, you deserve it. Harith, this shows that the witr scenario does not need to be uh, uh, just a three and a three. It can be a one intended and three or three intended and one because all of that is permissible legislated forms. But I said, as I said, I would do such afterwards. Is it obligatory? No. But would you do it? Yes. Yani, from a point of view that you forgot, you did mukhalifa of your intention. Okay? So the class position on Qiyam is that I'm happy to stick to Sheikh Uthameen's position. And I have, in general. Yani, historically. I don't see any reason to change that. Simply because standing up from a two to a third is going from a legislated prayer to, I don't know what kind of prayer that was. Whereas standing up from a two of dhuhr as a musafir to a four is, oh, he stood up from qasr prayer to a muqeem prayer. Yeah? All right. If you perform it like maghrib, that's coming up in its right section. That we're not going to answer questions on the witr prayer now. Iram says, but here you would have done the first tashahud, so will correspond to the pak style which you said is not correct, which is why I said that I will do the sajda sahu afterwards. Okay? I will do the sajda because I've added to the prayer. Rehan, again, outside of the remit of this class, there's a lot to discuss on the witted prayer. All right? Okay. Now let's go to, right? We're nearly close to one hour, so let's see, I quickly jump into this part. So if two trustworthy people, okay, they... Yani do Fatiha, meaning they, 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 what that means, or Fatiha, uh, some people call it Fatiha, some people, whatever. Yani if a person indicates to the Imam that they've made a mistake, that they've added, they've corrected, they've X, they've Y, and he himself is not absolutely certain of his own position, okay, and he carries on with the prayer, ignoring the people who are saying, subhanAllah, subhanAllah, meaning stand up or sit down, whatever they're telling him to do. Right? So I'm the imam and I'm praying and I've messed it up completely. 
And a couple of people, I mean, one person says it, you can hear the voice, you recognize it. Then another person says it. So that's two. Yeah, you, you can hear. And they're saying to you, subhanAllah, this making it clear, yeah, and it's sit down. You've just stood up for the fifth. Or you just stood up for the fourth instead of Maghrib, third. Whatever. And you are not sure. So you have a little think, don't you? Yeah, and you think, I'm not sure here. I'm just going to continue. If you do that, the prayer is invalidated. You have ruined your If you are sure, it buffered there, didn't it? Yeah, it is cutting. It is cutting. I saw it myself. It cut. I don't know why it cut, but it cut there. Only for a second, though. I'll repeat again. Um, if, uh, shut up, that is the absolute first time in the entire lesson, cheeky pack. Right. So, it, what did I say? I don't know what part you missed in terms of the cut. Okay. Uh, what did I say about the cut? Not the cut. What did I say? What I was talking about? Yeah. If you know that you are fine or you believe that you are fine, okay, regardless of what they did, then the prayer is not invalidated. All right? The most important thing is that you must know. If he is confused because of himself, And then ignores them, he's invalidated his prayer. If he is confused about what they're saying, that's not a problem. Because that means he didn't understand what they were saying. The whole point is understanding what they were saying. Okay? All right? Remember, by the way, women clap their hands or their thighs. And the men say, subhanallah, when you make some kind of mistake. And so, for example, if you stand up, Yani in Dhuhr prayer for the fifth and two people. Yani you say, subhanAllah, it is obligatory to sit down unless you're absolutely sure that you're in the fourth. Even if you're wrong, it doesn't matter if you're wrong. It doesn't matter if you're wrong. You think that you are, uh, 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 you think that you are uh, uh, right. Okay. It doesn't matter about anything. And of course, Yaqeen is not yani, removed by doubt. This is why this is that's why it's important that it's two people, not just one. Okay. If you are not sure though, you heard that and you or when you stood up, you were like, you know what, I'm not sure about this. Yeah. And then they say it, then you're obviously that's just the validation you required. You're gonna sit down anyway. Now, if you stood up knowing that you were okay or thinking you were okay, and two people say, Hey, subhanAllah, you need to sit back down again. At that moment, you have a decision to make. You are going to have to pause. It doesn't matter how long, right? It's a few seconds, obviously. And you are going to think, hold on, let me go through this in my head. First, raka, second, third, fourth. No, I'm all right. I'm all right. And then you carry on. It doesn't matter if you've got it right or wrong, but you've got to believe that you got it right or wrong. If, however, you go one, two, three, four, mm, you know what? I'm not sure. You know what? Maybe they've got a point. I'm not sure. At that point, if you continue, the prayer is invalidated. Okay? 
I know you're all asking questions like what about the person behind that? That's all coming. I just need to know whether you understand that point. It's all coming. It's all coming. Do you understand that, folks? Yeah? Right. Now, first question we should ask is, why is it that we need two? And the reason we need two is because when this happened to the Prophet ﷺ, okay, when the Prophet ﷺ was in the Salah and he sat down after he he uh, he was going to pray for Raka'ah Dhuhr, after two, he said, Assalamualaikum He exited the prayer. He felt something was wrong. Regardless of whether he feels something is wrong, Dhul Yadain, the companion, says, is this what? Is this like a new prayer or what? Have, has it been decreased? Has the prayer been decreased? And the Prophet ﷺ is like, no, it's not been decreased. Then, okay, you forgot then. If one was enough, then the Prophet ﷺ was obligated to take that statement. He didn't. He took a second opinion. He asked for the second witness. When the second one chimes in, who in this case was Abu Bakr, Abu Bakr confirms the scenario. He doesn't yani, look left or right. He then jumps straight back in and he adds the other two, exits the prayer, does sajda sahu, exit the, uh, gives taslim, and that's it. That shows that the situation becomes very serious when two people are indicating that. Now, the text says thiqatan. Okay? Um, thiqatan here. In fact, you know what? We're going to just carry on. All right? We're going to go through all of the... Uh, yeah, yeah, they all did the extra rakah. Of course. Did they all do the extra rakah? Of course. All of them gave salam. This is very interesting, Mesa, by the way. Right? Uh, well, it's going to become very interesting now, actually. Let's, let me read this, and then we come back to this point of what happened in that hadith. Okay? You'll see now what the, the point. All right. So... Therefore, we can understand, it's coming, Fiza. So, what we can understand is five scenarios. Therefore, five scenarios can be built out of this scenario where the imam makes a mistake and we have a jama'ah. We're not talking about a single prayer now, yeah? I think we'll try and finish this, this section. 106 at the moment. Five scenarios. The first scenario, options, I should say, rather. Option A, he knows what he's sure of what he's doing. So he carries on and he doesn't listen to them. Okay? Option B, he's sure that they are right. The people who, the two people who said to him, hey, you're wrong. Sit down. So he's sure that they're right and he follows them. The third scenario thinks that they are right. The probability is that they are right, meaning that he is يعني, more sure than not that they are right. I can't remember the English phrase for that, but يعني, يعني, you know, he, uh, the preponderant opinion for him is that. So the second one, he's positive. Now, in the second one, the example is 
that you know you know something's wrong and you're just waiting just for anybody just to uh, add that you know if you've ever led the prayer you know what, what that feels like you know there's something wrong but you're not sure the second someone indicates you know for certain that they're right that's the second one the third one is that you're not actually 100% sure but you're thinking listen there's two of them it's probably right the fourth scenario is that you think that they're wrong you you got a good opinion of yourself you do an assessment, you're not 100% sure, but you think that they're wrong, okay? And the fifth is that you don't know. Yani, 50-50, they could be right, they could be wrong. That's the five possible scenarios. In these five possible scenarios, فَفِي هَذِي الْأَحْوَالَ الْأَرْبَعَةَ يُؤْخَذْ بِقَوْلِهِمَا عَلَى كَلَامُ الْمُؤَلِّفِ Okay, so according to the Sheikh, uh, according to Imam al-Hajjawi, no, no, wait, we haven't done that, Raja. So according to Imam al-Hajjawi, okay, the Hanbali school, in these five possible scenarios, you will follow them in four of them. Okay? You will follow them in four of them. Was Sahih, Sheikh Uthameen says, but the more correct position is that you will not, you will not follow them if you think they are wrong. If you think they are wrong. So, in the first scenario, in the first scenario, everybody agrees. Yeah, you're going to ignore them because he is yani, uh, uh, sure of his own position. In the scenarios of two, three, four, and five, he knows that they are right. He thinks that they are right. He thinks they are wrong or the situation is equal. According to the Hanbalis, in all four of these, in all four of these, you will, uh, you will follow them. Okay. In all four of these, you will follow them. All right. Sheikh Uthameen says, if you think that they are wrong, then you won't. So the third scenario, okay. No, the fourth scenario which is where you think that they are wrong, then that is not. And why is that, Iram? Why do you think? Why do you... No, no, why in four? Because in four of them, they have... You're not sure. That's the whole point. In the, listen, you've got five scenarios. In only the first one, you're absolutely positive that you're right. In every other scenario, you're not positive that you're right. Does that make, does that make sense? Yeah. So the humbly position is that in then therefore scenario two, three, and four, and five, because you, in all of these, you are not sure that you are right. Okay. As in sure, I mean positive. That's what I mean. Okay. Then you must follow their position. The class position is that this is not correct. In position one and in position four, you will go with your own position. Okay. If you think... Yani, 
you know, you're confident that they are wrong or you know they are wrong, then we're not going to follow them. But in the other three, we are. We do need a whiteboard, you know that. It would have been a lot better if I'd done that on a whiteboard. Unless someone had to put it down. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Because certainty replaces doubt. You are more certain that you are correct than they are correct. Correct. Well done, Samira. That's absolutely right. Position four, again, Hasiya is, you are pretty confident. I don't know what the word is, yeah? You're pretty confident that they are wrong. You're not positive. Thinking they're wrong is different to knowing they're wrong. Hence why four requires a follow with the Hanbali scholars. According to our position, we have, as per the rules of fiqh, that when you go over 51%, then you're pretty sure of what's going on. Okay? Now, whether you call it think thinking, all of this is thinking. There's not absolute certainty. All right? Because two people are already saying that they think they're right. So there's no certainty here. So knowing that I'm absolutely right or thinking that I'm absolutely right. It's not about knowing I'm absolutely right. It's thinking I'm absolutely right and thinking I'm probably right. So it's thinking I'm absolutely right, then thinking I'm probably right, which is 51%, and then 50, it is 50-50, right? It could be, could not be. Beyond reasonable doubt, correct. Position four is I believe beyond reasonable doubt that they are wrong and I'm right. I've made my assessment. I think I'm all right, okay? By the way, this is not necessarily a numbers game. Right? I know some people are saying that it is, it is, it is beyond reasonable doubt is well over 51% in maths. But in Sharia, it is, uh, uh, Mesa, do you remember we did this table? The fiqh breakdown of percentages? Remember that? If, if anyone can find that, then, uh, you know, either post it or paste it or do it and put it in a Telegram group. Yeah. Yeah, so Mesa will find it, she'll put it in Telegram group, which will show the difference between the way mathematicians do percentages and how we phrase uh, our, our, sec, uh, our, our percentages in terms of fiqh. All right? In terms of fiqh. Now, there are some questions. Basically, you will go with your yaqeen and ghalabat al-dhan. That's exactly correct. Zakhlakhir. Naim has summarized it, that the class position is yaqeen and the preponderant belief, the probability that I, I think I'm good, right? The humbly position is no. Only yaqeen can carry you through. And you can see that there's some common sense behind that. So this is one of valid khilaf, like all of this is, of course, right? Um, now. Oh, yeah, so Haris, <laughs> he's done the five positions. The imam is sure 100% of what he's doing and doesn't listen to the people behind him. That's number one. The two people behind... Oh, man, that's horrible to read. I can't read that at all, man. Forget that. Yeah, yeah, Sumer has done it much better. He's sure what he's doing, so he carries on. He's sure they are right, so he sits down. He thinks they are right, but not 100% sure. He thinks they are wrong, but 100% sure. 50-50, unsure. Thank you very much. Sumer has done it absolutely spot on. In our scenario, 
in A and D, we will stick to our position. And in B, C and E, we will follow them. Okay? Right. Yeah. So, so exactly, Solange, right? This is the point. There's got to be agency for the imam here. I'm very confident. I'm very happy with this position, by the way. Very, very comfortable with what I just said. What Sheikh Uday means is that's music to my ears, what he says. Because if you're an imam and you practice this a lot, yeah, you will know that scenarios are different. Prayers are different. I mean, there are some people here who lead the prayer regularly. Yeah. Anybody want to throw in an anecdote? If you don't have one, let me give you the anecdote for the rest of your life. Asr prayer and a dhuhr prayer. People mess up to a level which is untrue. If I compare the amount of mistakes that are made in Fajr, Maghrib and Isha, they are like hardly non-existent. Okay? Whereas Dhuhr and Asr, oh my goodness. And I mean from the Imam angle and from the people's angle. It's like these two prayers, the silence yani, makes it worse. And by the way, it's not a surprise, is it? That the hadith which mention the mistake of the Prophet is on the whole restricted to the Dhuhr and Asr prayer. So silence plays an important role. Okay, the uh, 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 the number of rakaat because they're you know four etc etc. Okay, and I also want to put that there is some kind of yeah any I don't know. Well, that's to do with the silence, isn't it? I was going to say that people switch off, but I think that's yeah any I think you see I want to say that people are tired. But people are going to say, no, I wake up at 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. Well, I'm not tired at all. But yeah, normally people are tired at that time. I, I know that I struggle in those prayers. Definitely. And it, to be to keep a, a track on the uh, uh, position. Anyway, it seems very ugly behind not following them in four. The Mu'allif mentioned the shart of thiqatan. But as you said, Rayhan, how are you going to know the exact nature of the voice behind you? Are you going to go by its identification? What's your evidence for that? And this itself is, if you can see what Imam Al-Hajjawi is doing, or the Hanbali school, I should say more accurately, um, it is trying to create a scenario where you are more certain than not of your mistake. Hence the adding of a second person. Hence the adding of the, that they must be Trusted. They must be trustworthy. We'll come to that in a second, though. We'll come to that, okay? And again, Solange, thank you. It reinforces what we've been saying all the way uh, through, all, all the way through, that um, you've got the uh, key people behind you, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but this is about applying it to the hadith and our, uh, uh, and our, inter and our interpretation of it, right? So, one second. When you say your heart isn't with the Hanbali and Sheikh Uthameen's opinion on addition to the Hajjid invalidating the Salah if one doesn't sit down, please please explain why. Because based on one line of the argument. Because the truth is because I'm a Hanafi at heart, right? The Ahnaf authenticate a number of the narrations of four Raka'ah prayers when it comes to Sunnah. That's the reason. 
Pakistan Zindabad. That's the reason. But I also, from a hadith student point of view, recognize that those hadith are, yani on the whole, problematic. Okay? And so for therefore, Umrakaya has lost her mind entirely. Absolutely smashed it. Well done, Umrakaya. You have completely gone and just done a LeBron, just hit the three and later. Okay? Right. So, by the way, you know, there are certain things. It's not just a wall of text. It's the detail that she's been thinking about and preparing. And she thinks that I'm going to even be able to read the first sentence and work it all out. Respect to her. I wouldn't be able to answer your question if I didn't spend two hours on that chapter first before you're asking me questions about Bab al-Hayr. Yani a episode in my life that has been thrown into a thrown into a not bin because you don't throw it in the bin it's been thrown into a compartment she did wait till the end and she even mentioned at the end she's got so much adab this girl honestly okay that's why she's doing all of our our questions uh quizzes by the way those quizzes are sick you know that when you get the right answer and you get the shower of glitter you know there's a little buzz there come on come on come on guys don't be like, why you guys have to do my bestie alone? Why is it that I'm the one who has to publicly thank her and say, by the way, I get really excited when I get showered by glitter? Not a single one of you said, yeah, that's true. You know what? 100%, 100%. Nobody said that. Okay? Right. I'm telling you, man. It's so good. That confetti is so good. So good. Honestly, man. Right. You can't see, I don't know about replies. What, you mean see the answers to the question? Mahbub is like, you know what? <laughs> Mahbub, what an excellent, excellent question. Can you click on it and see Mahbub choose yes? No, you can't use petrol, you dumb packy. You can only use water to clean yourself with. Whilst everybody says, yeah, you can use petrol. And Mahbub is going to be exposed because he didn't choose the Petru one. That is the $64 million question. The answer, thankfully for you, Mahbub, yeah, is that you can put your biggest fear to bed. Nobody can see people's right or wrong answers. Okay? Bro, can you imagine? Anyway. Right. Now, um, you can't see the wrong answers. Now, listen. Uh, all the right answers. We're, 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 we're getting on. And I was about to say that there are only a few things because I've got Kastiani for being one hour 40 last week. So we're going to close it right now. Okay. Um, but I just want to say that there are a few things that stop a lesson very quickly. First is Shazad Yani swearing at me for Yani just, you know, like he does all the time attacking me for, he doesn't need any reason, but he does it. Number two, if there's food Yani on the, on the table and food is being brought. And number three, when it's flipping prime day, it's only one hour left. Okay. And I have to go and get my bargains. So, Considering that it's the third. Yeah, so I answered Sumaira's question. Um, obviously, next week we're going to go into this uh, a lot more. Harris is living a dream. Yeah, I'm talking about Sharia witnesses. Um, Aram says, if you started with two and one, Witter, you've done the two with the last one and you forget and you stand up. Can you now convert this one raka'ah to three? 
Yeah, you can. You can, or you can just sit down and then do sajda, tasahu, and that's it. Yeah? And definitely 442 for Dhuhr, man. We're just talking about the the uh, uh, sunnah is best to keep it in twos for Dhuhr and every, every prayer. However, you know, um, uh, I'm just saying that the conceptual idea of a sunnah being not just in two raka'at, but existing in a four raka'at wrapper as well. Look, the video is like completely going mental now, yeah? It's a big push to then extend that First of all, to accept it authentically, that's a push. Then to extend it to the nafal of the night prayer, sunnah mu'akkada versus night prayer. It's, uh, sorry, sunnah ghar mu'akkada in the daytime, pushing it to uh, nighttime. There's jumps, but those jumps are not mega jumps. So that's why I'm sympathetic to the idea that I'm not going to be saying to a person, your prayer is invalidated. Nafal prayer, relaxed prayer, yani up and down, lots of raka'at, etc. That's all I was. But I still agree with the position. I think that you should sit down the two. That's the, I hope that answers your question. So you better confirm, yeah? Because you ask a question, I always need to know. When, I, when people ask a question, I need to know from you, whoever you are, yes, that works. Because I hate saying something, wasting my time. That's a good thing about Rehan. He always yeah, he responds and says, no, I don't think that that, that did any uh, benefit whatsoever. And then I have to start all over again. Just kidding, Rehan. That's how we want it, bro. Right. Are we at liberty to supplicate as we wish in the sujood al-sahu? Okay. Um, that's coming. Will we doubt? Will we discuss doubt? Yes, that's coming. Uh, right. And now, side question, please. Oh, my good. Oh, my goodness. You've gone to a whole different level. On some whole different level. Right. Videos had enough. Yeah, she did say please, to be fair. Okay, we'll give it here. All right. It's Prime Day, man. We've got things to buy. You know, the main thing I'm going to buy is a new light, and so that is better and uh, change this whole system about up a bit. So you see what's going on. All right. That's coming, Amina. You've asked that, I think, three times. Mashallah. Amina, Yani's going to drive us crazy. You know that. I love it. Mariam Barikzai. I love that behavior. Sorry, if this is not related, but in regard to adding things to the prayer, what if you start reciting another surah after Fatiha in the third or fourth raka'ah? Would you stop mid-ayah and do sajjah sahu at the end of the prayer? This is what we did about four lessons ago, if you review it, okay, concerning adding a sunnah to the prayer. The class position is you do not need to. You can you can read it, and that's fine, because it's only a sunnah not to recite. It's not haram, okay? Um, but if you did sajjah sahu, that's something which is allowed. If you wanted to do it, then you would stop, okay? And then that, that, would, that would happen. Right, okay. Let's give... Umar Rukayyan, she deserves a question. So let's give it her question, all right? And we can close on that. Let me just make sure that there's nothing. Uh, Rehan, we would not want you to change uh, this at all. Without this dropping the, the uh, activism on us, did everyone's best. Can someone delete her comment? Uh, I, I, my whole world is bought on Prime. By the way, I just want to say, Widad, I've got I boycotted uh, Prime for six months. I boycotted them. I was very, very angry. Bezos, this, that. But then I realized that, you know what, I'm angry at the world anyway. And, you know, I'm angry at you. I don't boycott you. I'm angry at uh, Shazad. I don't boycott him. So I said, I'm not going to be Munafiq. And I went back to, to Prime. I'm just putting that out there. Okay? All right? Ahlam, Widad will give you full Canadian version explanation of that. 
he's definitely not cool. Um, now, let me just answer this question, folks. Me and Abu Ruqayya have a disagreement, and we have agreed to take your word on this matter, I guess. It's about Protect This House. One. Yeah, see, the video is buffering. The video has had enough, guys. The video is buffering. It's really suffering right now. Okay, so I'm going to just answer this question, then we're out of here. Seeing a person to ask if magic is done on one and do the treatment, he tells if he's, he tells if he says there is magic. He first asks your name and your mother's name. If there are any body pains or bad dreams, etc. Asks you to call out after a few minutes. Then he will tell if there is magic done on you or not. If he says yes, then he'll give some treatment. Example, read such a name of Allah, X, Y, Z, number of times on black pepper. I burned that black pepper after a specific salah daily for X, Y, Z, number of days. Or read certain surah in a certain way daily for X, Y, Z days. One of us saying it's not the right way. We should just stick to Baqarah and reading calls. Other is saying there's no problem in it. I get it now. I get the question. Basically, in summary, you're saying that if there's a suspicion that there is magic, uh, uh, some sihr done, and then you go to someone and they tell you to do all this kind of stuff, what should we do? Uh, let me give you my uh, position on this. First of all, Rukia, okay, is a specialist area. So never at any point, just like you're a consultant telling you X, Y, Z, you're sitting there saying yes, no, yes, no. You're not expected to understand. So don't think that Rukia is as some really straightforward as just reciting Baqarah. Rukia can get funky. It can get physical. There is a basis, by the way, for the physical hitting, smacking, whatever. That can freak people out, right? There's a basis to reciting on food and drink and eating it. There's a basis... Right, and this basis is not in the Sunnah of the Prophet Sallallahu Well, not entirely, but it is with some of the Tabi'een here and there. The problem is, is that it's very, very, very sparse and restricted, and therefore you have to almost entirely go on the trust that you have in the knowledge of the Raqi, the exorcist, the healer, the faith healer. I prefer to call them. I personally believe that that level of knowledge is not there in 99% of the Raqis who are doing this, which is why I treat them with a lot of skepticism, but not the art and not the science. Obviously, the more funky that it gets, the more doubtful you'll become, such as yani, certain foods. Because so, in the Sunnah, it's pretty much restricted, pretty much, to milk and water. Okay. But when it comes to X, Y, Z, blah, 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 black pepper, this, that, whatever, whatnot, 23 times, 43 times, and you get crazy numbers, you are getting the right idea that this is a problem. So I want you to know that we should not throw away the baby with the bathwater, that the science does have lots of aspects that are for specialist use. It is far more complicated than just reciting Baqarah and the Quls. All right, this is an art and a science. However, there's far too much doubt about it, both in principle, in its sources, and the practitioners today, which is why I would not be going to these people. I would not be trusting them most of the time without dissing or having doubt in the science, and I would be sticking to the basic baqaras and the quls and Allahu Ta'ala A'lam, and that's it. You know, Sumira, that video has been taken down, by the way, man. I'm gutted by that, actually, but it had to be taken down because of... Um, the doctors that were involved were getting some trouble from their professional uh, thingy. Anyway, that's it. All right, folks. Jazakumullah khair. I think that, um, I think, uh, by the way, you noticed. <laughs> yeah, I, I am. I, 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 I can completely accept the argument that I'm faking all the buffering. Yeah. 
No idea why. But uh, I think that's... Um, you should, Danny... What is the blooper? Put it in the uh, Telegram uh, group. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, yeah, good. I'm glad that you said that I'm going to put a markdown. Zakalah Rehan for that reminder. All right, folks. Zakalah We can go over to the Telegram group and have some fun in there. Barakallahu feekum. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Zakalah Aisha. Barakallahu feekum. Salam to everybody in the Philippines. Zakalah Everybody, take care. Where am I going? Over here. Yeah, sorry. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Subhanakallahu alhamdulillah. Shalom alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh.